0: Blog Talk Radio Blog Talk Radio Welcome to
1: Wellness, Wholeness and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Isard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235 Seven three seven four. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom,
0: psychologist Parthenia Izard. Hello. Good evening to those of you listening to our live broadcast tonight, October 8, 2013. And hello to those of you listening to an Internet Archive within a few minutes of the show close or a rebroadcast some other time. Great you're listening and remembered that we're live most Tuesdays. And uh, also remember we have rebroadcasts of special programs on Wednesday and Thursday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now even though they air at 8 p.m., you can access them when they're archived at any time. Uh, and we're here on Blog Talk Radio. And there is a link on my website. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izard, on Blog Talk Radio. And of course, we're on the internet. <laughs> now, realize um, the rebroadcasts can be from any year since 2006. So I might be at a different you know, radio station at different points in time. Don't be thrown. I'm on Blog Talk Radio. I'm just running them, rebroadcasting them on this station. Now, to call into the program, call 619-789-6835. At 619 789 6835. Or you can send instant messages during the show through the link on the Blog Talk Radio homepage. Now, to find the program, if you aren't a subscriber to my e card, you have to enter my name or the name of the program in the Blog Talk Radio search box. Please, any problems with the internet links, give me a call at 866 472 6094 after the program. And yes, if you subscribe to the the e card, You'll get an e-card every Tuesday letting you know all about the guests, live guests as well as the rebroadcast guests. Now, on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products, and issues, and we do it with the experts. Now, only try the therapy shared here after consulting with your physician. Now, uh, last week, my live guest was Russ Whitney, author of Inner Voice, Unlock Your Purpose and Passion. And at the end of that program, we discussed the herb Bayberry and a few asanas in the Sears Asana cycle. Now, if you missed any of the show or you, you know, missed that particular one, you can go to my website, www.amtherapies.com. Click on the radio link to hear the show. Check the website. Also, www.amtherapies.com to see who my live guests and rebroadcast guests will be next week, October 15, 16, and 17 of 2013. Now, for appointments with me, that's face-to-face or remote, and for general information, call 866-472-6094. Remember, you can purchase an autographed copy of the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, and you can do that on my site. Uh, Now, to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and or a friend, you just go look for a beautiful blue book link and click on it. You can also follow me on Twitter, and don't forget, eat right for your type, and new skin supplements and beauty products are also available on the website. It's where beauty and wellness meet technology. Now, today, after the news, um, I'm going to be speaking with Donna Stone. She's the author of Healthy You, 12 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier, Happier You. And at the end of tonight's program, we will discuss the herb bilberry and more asanas from the Sears Asana cycle. cycle. Now it's time for our wellness news. Okay, and again, there's resources resource for this Science Daily. Um, this one's focusing on the human brain being capable of identifying a fake smile. Now, this came out October 4 of 2013. Uh, Since Leonardo da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa, much has been said about what lies behind her smile. Now, Spanish Spanish researchers have discovered how far this attention-grabbing expression confuses our emotion recognition and makes us perceive a face as happy, even if it is, even if it is not. Uh, human beings deduce others' state of mind from their facial expressions. Quote, fear, anger, sadness, displeasure, and surprise are quick, quickly inferred in this way. Um, end quote. David Beltran Guerrero, researcher at the University of La La Laguna explains, but some emotions are more difficult to perceive. Quote, there is a wide range of more ambiguous expressions from which it is difficult to deduce the underlying emotional state. A typical example is the expression of happiness. End quote, says Beltran, uh, who is part of a group of experts at the Canadian Institute who have analyzed in three scientific articles the smile's capacity to distort people's innate deductive ability. Quote, The smile plays a key role in recognizing others' happiness. But as we know, we are not really happy every time we smile. End quote. He adds, In some cases, a smile merely expresses politeness or Affiliation. In others, it may even be a way of hiding negative feelings and incentives such as dominance, sarcasm, nervousness, or embarrassment. To develop this line of research, the authors created faces comprising smiling mouths and eyes expressing non-happy emotions and compared them with faces in which both mouths and eyes expressed the same type of emotional state. The main objective was to discover how far the smile skews the recognition of ambiguous expressions, making us identify them with happiness, even though they are accompanied by eyes, which clearly express a different feeling. Uh, The power of a smile Quote, the influence of the smile Is highly dependent on the type of task Given to participants And therefore on the type of activity We are involved in uh, Which when we come across This type of expression uh, End quote, Belclan notes Thus when the task is purely perceptive Like the detection of facial features The smile has a very strong influence um now, to the extent that differences between ambiguous expressions like happy mouth and not happy eyes and genuinely happy expressions, happy mouth and eyes are not distinguished now, on the other hand, when the task involves categorizing expressions that is recognizing if they are happy, sad, or Any other emotion, the influence of the smile weakens, although it is still important since 40% of the time participants identify ambiguous expressions as genuinely happy. Uh, However, the influence of the smile disappears in emotional assessment, that is, when someone is asked to assess whether a facial expression is positive or negative. Quote, a smile can cause us to interpret a non-happy expression as happy, except when we are involved in the emotional assessment of said expression. End quote. He highlights uh, a stimulus which is difficult to assess. According to authors, the reason why why a smile sometimes leads to the uh, incorrect categorization of an expression is related to its high visible salience. Uh, It's attention-grabbing capacity, and it's almost exclusive association with the emotional state of happiness. In a recent study, it was found that the smile dominates many of the initial stages of the brain processing of faces to the extent that it prompts similar electrical activity in the brain for genuinely happy expressions and ambiguous expressions with smiles and non-happy eyes. By measuring eye movements, it was observed that an ambiguous expression is confused and categorized as happy if the first gaze falls on the area of the smiling mouth rather than the area of the eyes. However, curiously, the influence of the smile in these assessments is not the same for everyone. Quote, another study showed that people with social anxiety tend to confuse ambiguous expressions with genuinely happy expressions less frequently. End quote. Beltran concludes. Okay, so be careful of that that smile interpretation. Okay, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio. This portion of the program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies in Pennsylvania. Visit my website www.amtherapies.com and call our number for face-to-face and remote secure video conference appointments. It's 866-472-6094. You're hearing us live from the Internet. To call in during the program, 619-789-6835. We'll be back with Donna Stone, author of Healthy You, 12 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier, Happier You. Donna Stone is a health, fitness, and wellness expert. Now, as the founder of Women's Running Magazine and the Women's Half Marathon series, she has helped thousands lead healthier lives. Uh, Donna Stone won NBC's The Apprentice, Martha Stewart, and has hosted Health and Fitness Talk with Donna Stone on Sirius Satellite Radio, as well as Healthy Living with Donna Stone on Fox TV in Tampa. Her other television credits include appearances on the Today Show, Martha, and morning news programs on all four major networks, that's NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox. Now, Donna Stone has served as a spokesperson for the American Heart Association and has contributed health and wellness articles to numerous newspapers and magazines. She earned her bachelor's degree from the University of California, Berkeley, and her MBA from UCLA's Anderson School of Management. She's an avid runner and Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Oh well, <laughs> Iron Man triathlete. Uh, Donna Stone lives in St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, lucky person! Hello, Donna. How
2: are you? Hello. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: I was talking to you for a few minutes there, and you couldn't hear a thing I was saying. <laughs>
2: oh no! <laughs> I was wondering where you went. <laughs> yes,
0: technology is wonderful when it works. But uh, long story <laughs> short, here. Well, first of all, what is the weather like in Florida?
2: Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. This is my favorite time of year. Um, The last two months I've been complaining it's so warm, and we're finally uh, having some wonderful weather now With you are here.
0: (laughs) Yes, well, we're in Pennsylvania, and it's beautiful here as well. I just figured I would ask. Now, to get Mm -hmm. us started, um, uh, this wonderful book, it's definitely a wonderful book, and uh, I love the cover. You look so, how can I describe it? Happy yet peaceful, I don't, and, you know, and excited. It's, it's a very interesting combination of expressions that are all three present in your face, and, and you, it's just a wonderful cover, so I wanted to compliment you on that. And um, now, what? To share with our listeners a little bit about uh, where you came from and uh, how your upbringing either inspired or aided the development of your interest in weight loss.
2: Yep, absolutely. So it all started for me when I graduated from college. I uh, went off to New York City and worked on Wall Street and I gained a quick 40 pounds. And, and I'm not a big frame person. I, you know, I'm 5'4". I, well, I say 5'4", maybe 5'3 three and three quarters. And so <laughs> putting on 40 pounds is quite a lot of weight on my frame. And, you know, I just, I was frustrated um, So I started looking at solutions and I pretty much tried everything in the book from fad diets to fasting, that didn't last more than a day, um, to going and doing some commercial weight loss clinics and nothing seemed to work for me. What would happen is I'd initially lose a tiny bit of weight but then I'd gain it all back because I couldn't consistently stay on the programs that all these weight loss programs touted and it just didn't work for me. So um finally I just and we're not finally and we're talking years down the road, I finally figured out that none of these things are gonna work for me because I've tried everything and nothing worked. And so what I finally realized is that if I'm gonna find something that works for me and if I'm actually gonna lose the weight and get healthy and feel good about myself again, I'm gonna have to put together a program that works for me and that would work because I'm busy um, we're all busy you know i have two little kids at home and you have to be able to have a program that allows you flexibility that allows you to make quick and easy recipes that allows you to eat some of your favorite foods and not forbid those for the long term and so that's kind of how the healthy you program came to be
0: well i, I want to you know i always like to uh, sort of show what is unique about a given weight loss uh program because i i have had a Couple of different weight loss program authors on in the past, and I want to highlight one of the things that stood out for me uh, after reading your book. First of all, you're like a coach. Um, By that I mean you you write in such a way that it's very encouraging, very inspiring, it's very uh, motivating. So, which is often lacking in some of the other books. They you know they present the program; it's very clear, but they sort of fall short of doing that little bit in the beginning that really gets the person motivated and confident about actually trying to start the program. Um, And I also think that's uh, sort of highlighted even more with the phases where you have the, uh, the elimination phase and the clean phase, where you actually walk people through how they're going to eliminate things step by step, and then prepare themselves for the, the clean phase, and and then go on from there. So I wanted to make that point right now, so people realize there is something very unique about your approach. Um, and if there's anything I missed that makes it stand out, you, you know, this would be a great time to to share that with our listeners
2: yeah no, i I love that you what you just said about being encouraging and inspiring and um, motivational because I think what happens with a lot of the diet programs out there is people are self motivated in the very beginning, and but that self motivation only lasts for a very short period of time. And so really, what I wanted to do with you know with healthy you and and with the book is step-by-step work with people to follow through on the program to start learning how to eat better, how to eliminate some of the bad habits that they are so used to that they've just become, you know, every part of their everyday life. And so I I love that you said, you know, you felt like it was a coach. You know, I was a coach because that's the goal of the book is I'm there with you. I've been there. I've struggled with it. I know how hard it can be. Let me show you what I did and what I believe can work for you and let me help you with it. And so so thank you. I'm I'm glad that actually came through uh, in the book. Oh,
0: my, yes, throughout the the book. Now, um, because you don't even let them, you don't leave them uh and 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 then you have things in place that you know uh, I don't want to say everything I know you're going to share but anyway you you keep you know you don't leave them hanging um what I also like to do I and I would like if you'll bear with me I want to just sort of state the various sections of the book so people have a very clear picture of everything that you cover and and then we'll get into some some more questions um okay the first it's in four parts the first part is before you begin And in Chapter 1, it's Helpless to Hopeless. 2. The Benefits of the Healthy You Program. 3. Be Positive and Believe in Yourself. 4. Set Realistic Goals. 5. Accept Setbacks and Move Forward. Again, all this coaching kind of stuff. 6. Who Are You? Part 2, the Healthy You Program. Okay, Chapter 7, the elimination phase. 8, the clean phase. 9, Healthy You Meal Plan. Part 4, ensure your success. Chapter 10, remove your trigger foods. 11, find a support team. 12, track your progress. 13, get physical. Then Part 4, the real world. Chapter 14, be realistic. 15, beyond week 2. 16, occasional indulgences. Seventeen, which is wonderful, and <laughs> seventeen real life challenges eighteen it's never too late. 19, you can do it. And then you have the recipes, you have suggestions for accelerating success and your list of approved foods. And then you even include a journal in the book that people can copy, uh, a food journal that people can copy and, um, you know, keep a record of everything they're doing. So as you can hear, ladies and gentlemen, it's very well laid out, very uh, precise, concise, and specific and Obviously, in good order, everything seems to flow from one thing to the next. Okay. Now, that said, um, young people, adolescents, how can they benefit or do you even encourage them to get involved in this type of program as teenagers, for example?
2: Yes, yeah, so I think the thing with the with the Healthy You program is that that's what it is. It's healthy. It's The whole concept and the premise behind the book is around clean eating. So taking out some of those foods that – Um, you know, are not healthy for us, like the abundance of sugar that we may be consuming, artificial sweeteners, um, you know, processed foods. And so all in all, the program itself is extremely a healthy program, and all the foods are extremely healthy. And so I was actually doing a, a newspaper interview the other day, and the reporter who was interviewing me has a teenage daughter, and she said to me, that this was one of the only programs that she's ever read that she'd feel comfortable letting Mm. her daughter do as a weight loss program. But the beauty of it is you can lose a lot of weight on the program, but you can also eat and do the recipes and, and follow the program and just add extra food in in terms of, you know, serving size so that if you just want to eat healthy and clean but don't need to lose any weight, you can do that as well. But the beauty about it is most of us who are struggling to lose weight We want something that works and we want something that is not unhealthy for us to get to our goal weight. We want to be healthy while we get to our goal weight, and that's what this could do for you.
0: Wonderful. Now, what are your suggestions for people who want to do your program who may be vegetarians or may have special dietary needs of some sort?
2: Yep. So the wonderful thing about the program is in terms of special dietary needs, um, and I'm sure, Parsini, as you've looked at the book, um, during week one, which is the elimination phase, what we do is we take out some of the food groups that typically affect people in a negative way. So people may not be actually allergic to certain foods, but they might have sensitivities to certain foods, or these foods may not be making them feel as good as they could feel, and they're just not, they just not—they don't know about it yet. And mm. so in week one, you know, we actually – eliminate, um, you know, sugar and wheat and dairy and processed foods, artificial sweeteners, red meat and alcohol. But, again, it's only for that initial one week, and then we do one week of complete clean eating. And oh, so and I'm just not let again, me add, but, before you go, yep. it's not
0: all at once, everybody. It's a very gradual elimination <laughs> process. <laughs> Go ahead. You are right.
2: So we do we do one a day um for the first seven days and then we do a week of really clean, you know, and healthy eating um with all just good, healthy food. But then the goal behind the book isn't that you can't eat red meat. I eat red meat, that you can't have alcohol, I have a glass of wine. So it's, you know, and I love chocolate, and that has sugar. So, But what it's about for those two weeks of the program is that you start to realize and be conscious of what you're eating and how much of it you're consuming. So we kind of have to take a step back, and people are actually often surprised how much sugar they're consuming but they don't realize it until maybe they take the sugar out and then they can't believe how much they were using. So after the 14 days, there's a whole section in the book that goes, talks about real life and what real life is like and how you can include these foods but pick healthier choices. So I don't say give up dairy forever. What I say is let's look at the types of dairy that you're eating and let's make sure that we put dairy back into our diet after the two weeks that we're choosing really healthy, low-fat dairy that's good for us.
0: Okay, excellent. So now in part one, which is before you begin, what would you you say in a a general sense is your objective with that part of the book?
2: You know, I think that it's kind of what you, um, you know, talked about earlier. It's about getting people ready. I think a lot of times everybody thinks that, okay, I want to lose weight, so I'm ready to lose weight. And the way I feel about it is you have to be at a point where you are starting to feel more confident that you can lose weight. You have to believe that it's possible. Even if you felt like nothing has ever worked for you and you've almost given up completely on ever losing any weight, there's got to be this little part of you, and that's what this part of the book tries to do, is just bring out of you that positive feeling, the confidence that is in every one of us that it is possible you don't have to give up. It can be done. You've never done the Healthy You program before. This is a program that's healthy and it will work for you. So it really is about just, like you said, the coaching, the motivation, the inspiration. Um, I talk a lot in this first section about my struggles um, and what happened to me and how much weight I gained. And literally, I, you know, there's a story in there where I lived in New York City. I was in my apartment. And I, remember, and I remember this so clearly because I think this was one of the focal points for me. But I was in bed and I was in tears because I didn't believe that I would ever have the body that I wanted, that I'd ever feel good about myself, that I would ever want to be in a bathing suit in front of people ever again. And, you know, you just you, you feel like a failure. And it, this was something I couldn't control, I felt. And it wasn't until I started realizing that, no, it, it's not that I'm a failure and, no, it's not that I can't lose weight. It's just that I've never found the right program that works for me, that works for, you know, the, the things I need with a busy schedule and with so much going on and making sure I didn't have to give up all my favorite foods because that was never going to work for me for the long term. But that whole section is about realizing that no matter how many times you failed before, doesn't mean you're going to fail this time because this is a program that can work for you.
0: Okay, so now give an example of a realistic goal or setting a realistic goal and then also an example of a setback that and a way to overcome it and move forward.
2: Yep. So I think the realistic goal is, I mean, every one of us is a little bit different, so maybe what my weight loss Mm -hmm. goals are versus someone else's, you know, could be different. But I Mm -hmm. think about being realistic is breaking your goal down into smaller parts. You know, if you Mm -hmm. want to lose 50 pounds, you don't say to yourself, okay, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. What you say to yourself is, okay, this week this here's week. how I'm going to eat and I'm going to lose yeah. X number of pounds this week. Next week here's what I'm going to do. And so you break that goal down into smaller pieces, manageable pieces, and I talk specifically in the book about how to take your goals and break them down and and, and have a goal for yourself that makes sense and that's realistic and that can really be obtainable. Um, you know, the wonderful thing about the, the Healthy You program is, you do lose weight pretty quickly in the first two weeks of the program. And the reason I like that is because that gives people the extra motivation to keep going forward. And you're losing the weight in a healthy way because all you're eating is healthy food. So it's not that you're doing something that's not good for yourself. You're doing something great for yourself, and you're losing the weight. But you definitely have to set realistic goals. And then when I talk about setbacks, you know, one of the things also that – A lot of people believe that if they go on a weight loss program that they should lose a certain amount of weight every week until they get to their their goal weight. But in reality, there's ups and downs in everything we do, and especially in weight loss. So you may go on the program and you're going to lose a lot of weight the first two weeks. You may lose weight the third week. You may stay steady the first week the fourth week you may then lose again but really it's a ladder it goes up and down in terms of again it doesn't go up a lot but what happens is if you want to lose 50 pounds you might lose 4 pounds one week then you will lose 3 pounds and then one week maybe you only lose 2 and then one week maybe you lose nothing maybe the next week you lose 4 but as long as you're going in the right direction and you're going down you can't let those weeks where maybe you only lose 1 pound discourage you you just got to keep on the program and realize that weight loss is not is not a steady lying down. It has ups and downs along the way.
0: See, ladies and gentlemen, can you hear the coach? Can you hear her?
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> wonderful. I mean, it comes As right through. As you can through. tell, I'm very, yeah, I'm very, very passionate about it. I, I just, yeah. it, you know, it, I know it works. I've had so many people along the years of me developing the book. I've had people do it. Um, before we started the final version of the book, we did a focus group with a whole bunch of women. And, and so I've had all these women do it, and I've had all the feedback from them. And, you know, and just the rave reviews and seeing how much weight people have lost and almost even more importantly they lose the weight but they have a whole new sense of, of how to eat and what they should be eating and and putting things into their diet that maybe they've never thought of eating before and, and things that they should be having in your everyday diet so I'm extremely passionate about it as you can tell.
0: Now there's something else that's very unique too about uh, your program in this beginning in this before you begin section. You do take time to determine um profile and use that in a way to facilitate success for various individuals. And I thought that was unique. You, you want to say a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, so again, you know, one of the things about the book is everybody is so unique and everybody has different personality types. And, um, you know, and, and I'll talk about these personality types. But so just to give you an example, first of all, so I am a person who loves sweets. So the the thing for me, I love chocolate, I love ice cream, I love cookies. <laughs> But no, my. my mom, on the other hand, yeah, <laughs> my mom, on the other hand, like potato chips and pretzels and peanuts. And so my trigger foods are very different than my mom's maybe trigger foods. Her personality is very different than my personality. And so what I did in the book is there's a whole chapter on just determining, you know, what's your personality type or, or who are you? And, you know, there's the remote controller who is the person who tends to eat the majority of their calories, you know, in front of a television. They're very unconscious calories. And so I provide tips for that type of personality on how to go forward with this program and certain things that they can do to help ensure their success. There's the non-believer, the person that's pretty much given up and doesn't believe that anything will work for them anymore because they feel like they've tried everything and nothing has worked. So there's some tips for, you know, the non-believer and how to make them start believing that this is the program that's going to work for them. You know, the flip-flopper, the person who goes back and forth and, and loses weight and then gains it and loses weight and then gains it over and over. And so there's a section in there talking about tips for you know, that that person, the flip-flopper, and, and how they can be successful. There's the food abuser, and, I mean, there's a lot of us out there that, you know, you you want faster results, but you tend to overindulge constantly. Like I said, you know, eating your favorite foods is great, and I believe in it because I don't believe that you can give it up and be successful for the long term, but there is a way to do it in moderation. Um, and then the almost achiever, and that's the person that, you know, maybe they only need to lose, you know, 10 or, or – or, 15 pounds, but they've been struggling to lose that 10 or 15 pounds for a really, really long time. They're almost where they want to be, but they haven't been able to get there yet. So there's some tips for that person as well. So it really doesn't matter whether you need to lose, you know, 10 pounds or you need to lose 100 pounds. The program can work for everybody.
0: Well, now, as a psychologist, I found that so critical uh, and missing from so many programs. They don't tie in the psychological piece or that personality piece, and I think that's, that makes this definitely stand out. Okay, now, in part two, the Healthy You program, your objective in that section?
2: Yeah, so this is a section that truly just outlines, you know, what are the 14 days. It's a two-week program. There is the first week, which is the elimination phase, and it just details every single day of that phase what you're doing and also the why you're doing it. Um, And I think that's really important. I just didn't want to tell people, here's what you need to do. I wanted to give them the reason behind why I'm telling them to eat a certain way. And so that is, in Chapter 7, the elimination phase goes through all the reasons why that phase is set up the way it is. And then we go through the clean phase, which is the second week of the program. It's all about clean eating. It's about getting those unhealthy items out of your diet and seeing how you feel. And, and what tends to happen is the first week of the program, people will have noticeable, you know, effects in terms of they may feel a little bit more tired or they might feel, you know, like they, they're craving some food. But what happens, which is so interesting, is when you make it past that first week, people start to feel absolutely incredible during the second week. They're, they tell me they sleep better, they have more energy, you know, they're, they're, they're losing weight, they're reducing their stress and anxiety. I mean, they're noticing that their skin is clear. There's just so many things that happen when you actually have, you know, you're going on two weeks of eating a relatively, um, you know, clean, clean diet. And then, of course, at the end of that um, section, there's also just the meal plan. So I walk everybody through step by step, day by day, what the program is, what the meals are. And then uh, in the appendix, there is a recipe for every single meal for every single day.
0: Okay, hold that thought for me. Folks, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard. Uh, Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. I'm Betty, And when you go to the website, We'll find a link for purchasing blood-type diet products. And uh, we'll see back with Donna Stone, author of Pulse Youth, 12 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier, Happier You."
1: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures
0: Hey, you are listening to Wellness Home Assistant with me, psychologist and certified mental health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard, uh, here on Blog Talk Radio. Now, check the website, www.amtherapies.com, to see who my live and rebroadcast guests will be next week, October 15, 16, and 17. Uh, now, I also want to remind you that uh, the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, is uh, focused on the fact that there's nothing more important than your health. But between the overburdened medical establishment, blaring crisis-driven health headlines, and our own hectic lives, finding the information you and your family need can be next to impossible. We're here to help. We bring together 101 of the top minds in the radically different branches of the healing professions to give you 101 simple, workable ways to attack disease, overcome unhealthy habits, and live your life to its healthiest potential. Follow the link on my homepage. It's a beautiful blue book link. Okay, we are back with Donna Stone. She's the author of Healthy You, 12 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier, Happier You. If you have questions for my guest, call 619-789-6835. Now, we're back, and uh, let's talk a little bit about Part 3, Ensure Your Success.
2: So in Part 3 of the book, Um, What I go through here is just, again, I think I mentioned to you, you know, our trigger foods. For me, it's anything sweet, chocolate, cookies, cake, ice cream. Those are my trigger foods. For other people, it could be peanuts or cheese or um, it could be alcohol. There's all kinds of things. And so it's about figuring out how to cope with your trigger foods so they don't sabotage your weight loss. And I give tips on how to do that. Um, We discuss how to bring back those foods into your diet after the two-week, you know, Healthy You program, but how to bring them back in moderation so that you can continue to lose weight um, throughout the program and then beyond uh, the two weeks as well. Uh, I also talk about support team. I think it's so important that you have a support team. And so I know there are people out there that don't have, People that will support them in their weight loss, and so that's part of what my goal is with the book is I want to help people. I want to be their support. I want them to be able to pick up the book and feel like I'm right there next to them, <laughs> encouraging them and helping them along the way. And so, but we do talk about you know how important a support group is, and if you do have a friend or a family member or a coworker that may also want to either eat healthier or, or lose weight, see if you can enlist them to do a program with you because two people or four people or six people doing it together makes it so much easier. Um, We also talk about tracking your progress. I think that Any time that you can journal or write down, it can be so simple as just writing down what you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, talking about how you feel at each one of those meals. But at the end of the day, it's amazing how just writing something down affects you and makes you more conscious of what you're choosing. Um, And then I also go into getting physical. And, of course, I'm a huge proponent of exercise. I think exercise is really important. However, I wrote the book in such a way that If you are not exercising, you can still lose weight, that this is going to be your start for you. Because what I've found throughout when talking to people is individuals that tend to have quite a bit of weight to lose are often not comfortable going out, and whether it's walking or going to the gym or whatever it may be, swimming they're not comfortable doing the exercise and so my goal with the book is if you're not comfortable yet doing the exercise that is fine let's start getting some of the weight off let's start making you feel good let's get you more motivated and you know what then I hope down the road you will start an exercise program because it makes it so much easier to continue to lose weight to maintain a goal weight if you once you've achieved it but again for the book and for losing weight it is not a necessity
0: Oh, that that makes a lot of sense. And again, another unique aspect you're, you're thinking about what the person may be going through emotionally, uh, and and taking that into consideration with your program. Now, uh, would you share your contact and website information with our listeners?
2: Absolutely. My website is donna stone dot com, but donna is spelled d a w n a stone dot com. And my book is up on, uh, on the website, and we'll link you right over to Amazon where you can purchase a copy. And I'm also doing um, – so the, the official launch of the book is October 15th. And um, what we're doing starting on that day is through my social media, through Facebook and Twitter, is we're going to go step-by-step through the entire two-week program, the Healthy You program. And so this way, even more so than having the book and maybe feeling like you have a coach, you know, with you in this book – I will be there every step of the way, so if anybody wants to do the program uh, um, with me and with others, uh, they can do so. So all they need to do is go and, um, to my website, again, DonnaStone.com, and like my Facebook page, and we will be doing everything through the Facebook page for those entire two weeks of the Healthy You program.
0: So you also help them with their support system. Very good. Okay.
2: Now, um, tell, uh,
0: tell our listener. well, let me see. Let's go ahead to the, um, the last part of the book, uh, The Real World, and then I, I have another uh, different question for you. Yes, yeah, so The Real World. Here you're taking us to our regular living. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so... So, again, I think that um, probably even today more than ever before, we're just all really busy, Um, whether it's, you know, kids, husbands, you know, significant others, um, full-time jobs, whatever it may be, there's not a lot of time. And so that's one of the biggest excuses for people not eating healthy is that they just don't have the time. So in this section of the book, I talk about ways to make it easier to eat healthy all the recipes in Healthy You are quick and simple recipes and it's also the difference about Healthy You from some other weight loss programs is that it's flexible and I go into great detail in one of the chapters in this section about, you know, real life challenges where. There may be certain meals in here in the in the menu plan that you don't like or you don't want or maybe you're vegetarian or or maybe you don't like chicken or maybe you don't like beans, whatever it may be. And so there's a whole chapter in the book that talks about how the program can be flexible and how you would go about doing that. So, for example, if I'm really extremely busy one day and I know I'm going to be busy and I'm not going to have time to maybe cook a meal ahead of time, there are tons of meals in here that you can very easily order at almost any restaurant. So if you had to go out to a lunch meeting or you had, a you know, a, an event that you were going to, there is a way to eat healthy. It also goes into you don't have to follow every day exactly in terms of, you know, there is a recipe I love because I, I'm not a vegetarian, but there is a three-bean salad recipe in the box <laughs> that I just bought. And so I will make that recipe in the evening time after the kids go to bed, and then I will have it the next day for lunch and possibly, again, for dinner. It keeps really well in the fridge, and it actually tastes better the second day than it does the first day. But there are there are advice, little pieces of advice and tips like that that make it so easy that anybody can do it, no matter how busy you are, no matter how many kids you have at home, no matter what's going on in your life, it is possible. And I do try to make that as easy as possible for people.
0: Now, you also talk about occasional indulgences. You want to touch on that a little?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I think this one is extremely important. Again, I, I, I mentioned several times that, you know, the reason so many of these other weight loss programs didn't work for me when I was struggling with my weight was that most of them just, they forbid certain foods for the long term, and for me, I know that there is no way, no matter what, that I'm going to give up chocolate forever. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to give it up for the long term either, and so in the book, we talk about how to include your indulgences, the things that you love but may not be extremely healthy for you. How can you do that? And so I, for example, every Sunday night I have pizza with my kids. That's our pizza night. That's what we do. We watch a movie. We have pizza. And I'm able now to maintain my weight and still do that every Sunday night. But I'm eating healthy most of the time. So it goes into the ability to indulge as long as you're eating a certain way the majority of the time. And I talk about specifics in this chapter. So anybody who's worried about having to give up their favorite foods to lose weight, this is the chapter for them. They might even want to read it first. (sighs) You don't have to give them up for the long term.
0: <laughs> now, also for senior citizens or people who are past a certain age, uh, or you yeah, I, I think it's important for them to realize that it's never too late. And I, I think that's part of what your that Chapter 18 is about. So you, you want to sort of say something encouraging for that group. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And like, and like I know you mentioned in the very beginning, anytime you start a new program, whether it's a, a different way of eating, a different way of exercising, you know, you should always check with your physician. But, but this chapter on It's Never Too Late, I have some great examples of, of people, both men and women, who later in life finally decided they were fed up. They were tired of being overweight. They were tired of being tired all the time, and so they finally made a change. And it's just very motivational and encouraging. It doesn't matter whether you're 20 or you're 60 or you're whatever age you may be, that you, you you can do it. You can do it at any point in your life. You just have to set your mind to it, and this is a program that you can follow and a program that will work.
0: Well, now, is there anything else in the book that I, I, I haven't, mentioned or that you want to make sure we share before I go on to my next bit of questions?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, the only thing is that, you know, it's just the Healthy You program, you know, the way that I developed it, it's just extremely workable and practical and it just really helps people, you know, eliminate those unhealthy habits and build that foundation for, you know, wholesome eating, which will eventually have them losing pretty much any of the weight that they want to lose. So um the recipes i we put them up on the website at donna uh every tuesday there's a brand new recipe but we're tending to usually put up a few more than once a week and um, we love feedback on them and um, it's just a really great way of eating but it's also a wonderful way to lose the weight quickly and easily especially if nothing's ever worked for you before
0: Oh, yes, there was something else you mentioned in the book about uh, the scale because uh, some people say, you know, some of the programs say, you know, get rid of your scale. But what, what is your take on that?
2: Yeah, so almost everything says, right, ditch the scale. We we hear about it all the time, and um, I'm I'm completely the opposite. I don't believe in that. I think what happens when you ditch the scale is that, you know, there's like this rude awakening when you end up going maybe to the physician's office and have to hop on the scale. Uh, before your physical or before your appointment, and you realize, oh, my goodness, you know, how did that happen? How did I gain X number of pounds? I never knew. or I didn't realize I gained that much. I knew I was gaining some, but not that much. And so I'm a true believer in that the scale is should be our friend, not our enemy, and mm-hmm. we should use it to help us lose weight. And that doesn't mean that you have to weigh yourself every day, but it does mean, especially when you are trying to lose weight, that you should hop on the scale a couple times a week, see where you're at, see how you feel, and you'll also start realizing how quickly the weight will come off when you start eating healthy, when you start decreasing your serving size. You still indulge a little on the favorite foods, but everything in moderation. And I think the scale truly can become uh, not only a, a great weight loss tool, but can be your friend in this battle against the bulge
0: okay now tell us about this women's running magazine uh this, this is really fascinating <laughs> how did so, you come up with uh, yeah, this and, and what is that all about
2: yeah so about um i guess it's been nine or ten years so um i was working as a chief marketing officer in a, a very large company and uh there were several magazines that i enjoyed reading and one by one they pretty much ceased publication and i was just disappointed in what was available and uh I decided to quit my uh, job and, and launch a magazine. So wow. I, I launched a national magazine called Women's Running and then uh, had a series of uh, running events across the country, everywhere from one in San Diego, California, to one where I live here in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, one in Nashville, Tennessee, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Scottsdale, Arizona, and then last year I sold both those companies um, to the industry leader and uh, and since then. and. Now, finally getting back to what I really wanted to do for so many years. I, I used to do a ton of uh, TV segments. I had my own radio show, as you had mentioned in the beginning, mm-hmm. and just about all about health and wellness and, you know, becoming happy with who you are and how you, how you feel and just making yourself feel better. So, which is why once I sold the company, the first thing I did was I, I had several drafts of what became this, the Healthy New Book and uh, picked it up and, and just started writing again and, and finishing the book.
0: Well, now, how did you get involved in the Women's Half Marathon and all of these triathletic uh, events and things? What what, what led you in that direction?
2: Yeah, So, I mean, I think it was about, again, just getting healthy. And so when I lived in New York City, I was not exercising at all anymore, and I had exercised when I was younger. Um, You know, I was an athlete and um, always had felt good about myself. And then when I moved to New York City and, and started working on Wall Street, I was working so many hours that pretty much everything else ceased to exist. You know, the, the healthy eating ceased to exist. The exercise ceased to exist. And, um, you know, it, was, it wasn't until quite a while afterwards when I was 40 pounds overweight and just feeling awful about myself and feeling tired and lethargic and that I decided, you know what, I'm, I need to do something. And so my roommate at the time <laughs> when I was living in New York, the two of us decided we are going to go start every morning. Again, the support group, right? I grabbed someone along with me, and we were going to get up in the morning before work and go walk in Central Park. And so we did. We started walking in Central Park. Then we started, you know, jogging in Central Park. Then we started running in Central Park. We entered a small little 5K um, together and and, and did our first 5K event. Small little. Just start, you know, (laughs) starting somewhere. But um, like I said, I I think physical exercise is extremely important. But, But I also realized, because I've been there, that, Sometimes when you feel really bad about yourself and you you have a lot of weight to lose, the last thing that you feel like doing is getting out of bed and exercising. And so the concept behind the Healthy You program is let's start with the food. Let's start with eating a little bit better. Let's start losing some of the weight, and then let's focus on, okay, I'm feeling better. I'm losing weight. I'm feeling motivated. What can I do next? Can I go out and do a 10-minute walk? Can I start, you know, going to the gym? Can I – start jogging, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter how intense it is. It's just a matter of getting started. Okay, well,
0: I'm at that point in the program, the time goes by so fast, where I ask my guests for their final words of wisdom. So if you would just quickly or concisely state what your final words of wisdom are for our listeners, I'd greatly appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I think the main thing is just if you're truly ready to lose weight and get healthier, the Healthy You program can help. Um, I, again, you know, the book is available on my website at donastone.com, D-A-W-N-A stone.com. But even if you don't go buy the book, starting October 15th, we're going to be doing the two-week program, through my Facebook account, and we will explain everything day by day. And so you don't even have to purchase the book. You can just go onto the website with me, follow me on Facebook, and do the two-week program um, with me. And we encourage everybody just to give it a try. It does work. It will make you feel so much better.
0: But I would like you to buy the book. I want you to have that <laughs> and not be dependent on getting on a computer and following and finding stuff out. I, I want you to get the book because that, that's a good resource. You can mess it up, you can fold the pages, you can write in it, and all of that. And that's a, that's a great resource. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. I I'm very glad to have had you on the program, and um, you had a good have a good rest of the evening.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Alrighty, take care. Alright, folks, it is now time for our herb of the day. Tonight's herb is bilberry. Uh, the parts used medicinally are the entire plant. Uh, some of the phytopentadiences. Spider- beta-carotene, caffeic acid, um, chlorogenic acid, ferulic uh, acid, gaelic acid, lutein, quercetin, um, solic acid, vanillic acid. Uh, some of the nutrients include calcium, inositol, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, selenium, uh, silicon, Sulfur, zinc, vitamins B1, B2, B3, and C. Now, it acts as an antioxidant, diuretic, and urinary tract uh, antiseptic. Keeps the blood vessels flexible, allowing blood flow, helps control insulin levels, and strengthen connective tissue. It supports and strengthens uh, collagen structures, inhibits the growth of bacteria, and has anti-aging and anti-carcinogenic effects. Uh, it's useful for hypoglycemia, inflammation, stress, anxiety, night blindness, and cataracts. may help halt or prevent macular degeneration. And again, I'm involved, involved with my uh, resource for these uh, herbs, uh, and um, they also say that it's... Um, you should use caution in that it interferes with iron absorption when taken internally. Now, it should not be used by people with diabetes except under the supervision of a knowledgeable health professional. It's also known as European blueberry and is related to the American blueberry. Okay, now it is time for our yoga sign. Now, as you know, we're doing the cycle. We're doing the Searsasana cycle, and each program I'm sharing a couple more postures. Now, tonight I'm going to share... I'm going to hope to share two, Uh Ekapada Sirsasana. Now, Ekapada Sirsasana uh, is, uh, again, uh, just in general, these are headstand postures where you change your legs and twist and all of this kind of thing. And this one is a trunk balance with one leg stretching up and the other reaching down. Um And according to Iyengar, this is a three-star rated posture. Now, you're going to be in Sirsasana, You're going to extend the left leg up, simultaneously lower the right leg to the floor directly in front of the trunk. Put the right side of the groin back and do not allow the left leg and hip to lean forward. Keep the leg straight and in line. This is more important than reaching the floor. Stay for from 15 to 20 seconds, breathing evenly. Inhale and bring the right leg up and repeat on the left, continue the cycle uh, or exhale and come down. And if you were to continue the cycle, you would go on to Parasvaika, Sir Sasana. Now this is where one leg descends to the side. Instead of going to the front, it goes to the side without disturbing without disturbing the vertical extension of the pose. And again, Iyengar gives this a three-star rating. Again, you're in sasana. You stretch the left leg up. Turn the right leg outward in its socket and take it sideways down to reach the floor. Do not lean to the side. Keep the foot in line with the leg and the back of the leg facing the ceiling. Stay for from 15 to 20 seconds, breathing evenly. Inhale. Bring the right leg up and turn it forward and repeat uh from uh the other side on the left and then continue the cycle or exhale and come down again ideally, you would continue the cycle throughout the whole um posture okay um. We're at that time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you've been listening to Wellness, Focus, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, my live, check the website to see who my live and rebroadcast guests will be next week, October 15th, 16th, and 17th. Um, use the link on my site to listen to the program live on the computer Uh, Wellness, wholeness, and wisdom be well.